Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine, if you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities for the full hour here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And, uh, hey, it's Balloon Fiesta. Uh, I think that this is probably the earliest that it's ever started. I mean, on, on October 1st. So over the years, I guess, you know, the calendar always moves around. So it's probably happened in the past. So uh, probably not that different. But uh, uh, pretty cool to see uh, a lot of people in town. So if you're cruising around and you found ESPN Radio on your dial, uh, this may be the only station in the country that has a full hour devoted to motorsports. So we're going to tell you all kinds of cool things that you could go do while you're in town uh, around motorsports uh, as well. But I uh, uh, want to get started uh, and uh, welcome uh, Dan Watkins. Hey, Dan, um, I noticed there's a bunch of batteries uh, that have been rolling into town, these huge batteries. Talk a little bit about uh uh, what's been going on at work and, and all those uh, power packs from Tesla have been coming in. Yeah, we got some big old batteries coming into town from California. Uh, they are quite huge. They're 24 feet long, 11 feet tall, 70,000 pounds. But wow. uh, we've got a bunch of those rolling through uh, up to uh, the Cuba area, Pueblo Pintado. So if you see anything, any any big old batteries coming through Albuquerque, just give them a wave and uh, they're going to be installed and storing power here pretty soon. Wow, so that that's happening. So yeah, the coal plant is really gonna um, be done out there. Uh, absolutely amazing. But uh, also, I gotta I gotta ask what you know. There's all this hype around baseball because I, I know you, you know um, you know with the the home run record. I'm just curious, how far out ahead is is Aaron Judge to the next guy in line? Yeah, the next guy is Kyle Schwarber, and he's got like 42. Wow. It, yeah. It's, it not only is Aaron Judge doing, you know, hitting that many home runs, but he's also that's the largest separation from number one to the rest of the pack. Wow! Ever, yeah. Well, that's I, I think that that's part of the significance because in the past there's always been you know a battle. Of, I mean, I remember uh, uh, McGuire and Sosa and stuff like that, and they were kind of pushing each other. Uh, but uh, thanks for that. That is the one and only baseball update that turns into Mexico Motorsports Report. Uh, might as well kind of stick with it. Um, RJ, man, uh, I hear that uh, you're getting getting back to talking some football uh, starting tomorrow morning. Sure are. No, everything's looking good. We're, uh, we're doing a Sunday show. It's going to be between the lines at Isleta Casino. It's pretty much the pregame show that we're going to have on ESPN cool. Radio locally from 9 to 11. It's going to be me and Steve Galletti. They're going to be out at Isleta pretty much at the sports book doing a show right before all the games start. And then Sam Hauser is going to be... Nice. In studio over here, and he's going to be helping us out as well. So it's going to be all us three talking about uh, great impacts and kind of, you know, the, more of the gambling aspect, but also just matchups. So we're going to talk a little bit about the college stuff the night before, and we're going to have everything from people from the sports book. We're going to have fantasy football as well as uh, 
most of the time we're going to have a former NFL player on as, as well as part of the show. So it's going to be a great thing to see. I'm happy to have it back. And, and now i got to wake up early Sunday, but it's all <laughs> worth it. Well, and I, I think you'll do it to talk football. I mean, of course. we appreciate you uh, waking up early to come talk some uh, some motorsports and, of course, you know, produce, do a lot of the production on the show. So greatly appreciate it, including the uh, Law Tigers event calendar, which I think it's time. Heck I yeah. think I think it's time to jump in. Uh, Albuquerque Dragway, not racing this weekend, uh, but still a fun event. You could go out there. Um, and they got the swap meet going today and tomorrow. Uh, gates open at 8 a.m. Um, it's going till uh, till 2 p.m. Uh, talk a little bit about. There's kind of an event coming up in a couple of weeks down at the Roswell Dragway. Yeah, it's it's a little ways away, but hey, still it's it's for a great cause. It seems like a fun event that they have going on. It's a two day event, so it's going to be at the Dexter Fire Department. It's actually trucking for tots. And what that is, it's going to be a Friday and Saturday event, the 21st and 22nd. And it's going to be a semi-truck show that they're going to have. They're going to have a haunted bus. They're going to have cornhole, sweet treats, uh, T-shirts, like a dump tank. They're going to have a bunch of cool things out there. And it's all for a great cause to kind of help out, uh, you know, a lot of the kids area. They're going to have fun time, of course, going to all these different fire trucks and stuff and actually getting candy. So it seems like a fun time where... uh, it's it's a night event, of course, but it's going to be fun. It's Roswell Dragway. They're having it kind of like in support with the fire department out there. So it seems like a great time. It's from noon, and it's going to go on all the way to dark. So it seems like a fun time out there. It's a little ways away, but October 21st and 22nd. Yeah, but that's 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 something you don't see very often. I mean, so to, to get out ahead of that one, mark that on the calendar, that would definitely be uh, something different uh, to go see uh, down in Roswell. Uh, Sandia Speedway got uh, racing going on tonight. Yeah, so Sandia Speedway, they're going to have, of course, a clay oval racing out there, and it's going to be the modified madness that they have. It's clay oval racing that's going to have gates open at noon, which is a little earlier than what yeah. they usually do. But it's going to have the A and X mods, street stocks, stock cars, and the cruisers are all going to be out there, and racing's going to start at 4 p.m. So I think, I mean, shoot, at that point, you might be able to get out there and do the balloon glow after, but it seems like a fun time, and... If you want to see some dirt racing out there, you're going to have a fun time for the Modified Madness. That's pretty smart, starting at 4 instead of 6.30, because, um, I mean, now it is starting to cool down um, and cool down at night, so the track out there gets uh, gets a little cool. Uh, Vado, hey, representing, I got my uh, Thrill Hill, Spencer Hill uh, t-shirt on. Um, you can get him now, go uh, go to Spencer Hill Racing um, and check him out. But he's going to be running down at Vado, so uh, get us the, give us the details on that. Yeah, so the, what they're going to do, it's it's the Ranchero Mirago Fan and Driver Appreciation Night, where pretty much the first 1,000 people that get there, I'm saying this, the first 1,000 people wow. where the Open that 5, they get them for free, y'all. So it's, that's a... They have pretty big turnouts, so yes. guess what? If you go in late, you're not going to be one of the first thousand. So people are going to get there a little earlier. They're going to gates open at five, and racing starts at seven thirty. So they're going to have the pure stocks, the super trucks, the non-wing sprints, three sixty non-wing sprints, which our buddy Spencer's racing, the B mods, and legends. So they have a bunch of great racing out there. Seems like a fun time, and shoot, it's not that far of a drive, but go out, support, and have a fun time racing out there at Vado. Yeah, you might as well mark this on your calendar too. Uh, November 4th and 5th, there's going to be a big uh, Twister tribute show, um, and it's going to be a championship race for the uh, non-wing and uh, uh, wing 305s, uh, but you want to come uh, check that out. There's going to be a lot of neat things going on with that event. We'll have more as we get closer to that as well. Uh, Alien Speedway, 
Uh, looks like they're going to uh, take this weekend off, but they're going to start uh, racing next weekend. Uh, $1,000 to win the WTR uh, Street Sox. So that ought to be a good Street Sox show to go check out. Uh, uranium, uh, what do they got going on tonight? Yeah, so re- Uranium, what they have planned on, it's pretty much going to be a night of champions. They've had a little time off to get ready for this event, so it's going to be a cool thing that they have going on at Uranium Capital. It's their 50 years, kind of the same as a balloon fiesta. So it seems like it's a fun thing that they have planned out. And it's going to have hobby stocks, AMOTs, XMOTs, and the micro sprints going to be out there. So it's a cool, fun event from 7 to 11. So this one's going to be a little later on the evening. But, hey, if you want to see some racing, uranium's out there, go out support. Yeah, and if you're uh, in from out of town, Moriarty, take uh, I-40 um, and head, uh, what is that, uh, northwest? I can never figure out which way. That's west. East. You head east uh, towards Moriarty on I-40. Uh, you can go out there. Uh, they're practicing today, but tomorrow uh, is round 12 of the uh, Lucky 13 race series. So getting down to the um, end on that. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of car shows coming up, too, but we're going to have to hold that off uh, to another segment. Uh, joining us on the other side, we're actually going to catch up with uh, local meteorologist uh, Eric Green. He's going to give us a little bit of weather report uh, for the Balloon Fiesta but he also walked away with a trophy last weekend at the all-out call-out um, in his uh, his Hellcat. So you definitely want to hear about that. All right, stay tuned. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. Do you need superior concrete with fast and reliable delivery? You can count on me, Julie, owner and operator of Roadrunner ReadyMix. We are the area's most trusted provider of ReadyMix concrete. Roadrunner uses the highest quality mixes for every project. Whether your project consists of foundations, porches, sidewalks, or large office complex, I have your project covered. Try our colored concrete for a decorative, sleek look. It's Roadrunner ReadyMix, and we deliver where you need it and when you need it. 891 891-0100. 891-0100. I am with you. I am listening to you. I care about you. You matter. Impaired driving kills. Above the influence. Drive sober. Brought to you by the Bernalillo County DWI program. How strange to use you only live once as an excuse to throw it away. Impaired driving kills. You matter. Above the influence. Drive sober. Brought to you by the Bernalillo County DWI program. ESPN Radio 1017 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And, of course, Balloon Fiesta has started um, and hoping it's going to be a great show. You can never quite tell. So we thought we'd start out by actually going to meteorologists over at KOAT 7 and Eric Green. How you doing this morning, Eric? Yeah, David, doing well. You know, watching that weather for Fiesta is always an important challenge for us. We recognize how many people count on us. Uh, to, to keep watch on things. And, and right now, the um, mornings are looking pretty good. 
Uh, may have a couple of storms around during the afternoon, a little bit better chance Sunday uh, than what we're thinking is coming on Saturday. But I think for Saturday and Sunday morning, uh, looking good. So I got to ask you, every time it seems that the, the week leading up to is beautiful. And then all of a sudden this front starts to roll in and we start to have weather. So have they ever really thought about maybe moving Fiesta up a week or is it is it just one of those things that you, you can't really control it? You know, I think the latter is probably the truth. I also think that they, they intentionally schedule this in October because – more often than not, it is a more weather-friendly time of year. You know, we're, we're past uh, what we define as the monsoon season, which ends on September 30th. Granted, we're, like, on the edge of it still, and uh, we still could have a little active weather. But, uh, you know, for the past couple of years, uh, we've had uh, good records with those morning mass ascensions getting the balloons up almost each and every day. And we'll hope that this year plays out in a similar fashion. We, we do have a weak weather system approaching, though, with uh, uh, maybe the best rain chances initially coming Monday, Tuesday with it, uh, you know, and those are afternoon and evening deals. There are not evening events uh, at Fiesta on those days anyway. And then maybe late in the week we'll watch for a backdoor cold front and uh, an east wind event in a Thursday to Friday time period. That, that may or may not happen, uh, but that's what we've got our eyes on right now. Well, that's fantastic. Now, of course, last weekend, beautiful weather, uh, oh, yeah. almost actually a little on the hot side for the all-out call-out. Um, tell us, um, I know that was a special yeah. event for you. Um, how many years you've been going to the all out call out? Gosh, I've, I've been doing it for about every, for about 10 years. Wow, okay. Uh, missed one year, but, I, but, uh, I have come to know, uh, some of the people that organized that race. I've come to I've become good friends with them. Uh, and so they're just people I like to be around. It, it's a very fun event. I, I got the feel for it early on, uh, that, that just like, geez, this is a who's who of people who, who like to drag race. Right. Uh, the, the cash prizes are big enough that, that it pulls the people out uh, to, go and try, to go and try and win that money, you know, especially in the unlimited class. There's, there's five separate classes with, the, you know, time indexes that you have to kind of run towards. Uh, and then there's one unlimited class with the biggest jackpot and biggest prize going to them. And, and they have the 2,000-horsepower cars. So, you know, they've got a lot of money into those rides. Uh, but it's just a really fun event uh, that, that stands are usually packed with fans. Yeah. So there's just a lot of energy. And, and I think for this fall race, there were 220 cars registered. Wow. And I was in the big boys class. And there were, I, I believe, just a little over 50 cars in the class I was participating in. Well, talk about what it's like to go all six rounds um, and end up with a victory. Yeah, so so what's kind of cool is, you know, before you start a round, everybody in the race in your class gets together, and you've all got a ticket with a number on it, and they just start drawing tickets. And if your ticket is drawn, you get to choose who you're racing that round. So it's it's good to kind of go around and check out all the different cars and their setups and just try to gauge, like, well, you know, does, does this car look like it'll be tough to beat, or um, does this look like it'll be an easy win for me? And so for the first few rounds, uh, you know, there's uh, – I don't want to say easy choices to make, but uh, there are like, okay, I'm going to keep this car in the back of my mind and this one in the back of my mind. And if if my turn comes up, that's who I'm going to call out. But for the first few rounds, uh, people were calling me out and I, and I always invite them to, you know, like uh, go ahead and try to put me out of the race if you want to. And, and I have lost uh, in the early rounds of that race uh, on many occasions. Uh, But this last weekend was just one of those weekends where, where I had a great day. And uh, my, my first three wins came somewhat easily, 
And then uh, my uh, race after that, I actually took on the two-time defending champion, and I treat him at the light, and uh, my car runs a little under the numbers, so I, I raced out and got a big lead on him, and then slammed on the brakes close to the finish line. I didn't go under my 11.5 time. Right. And, uh, then I drew a bind in the semis, and then in the finals, I took on another really good bracket racer, and I was able to to get out ahead of him just a little bit and do the same thing, run out to a decent lead to where I knew I had a enough of a bumper buffer rather to uh, hit the brakes at the end. You're kind of guessing, you know, you in my class, you can't go under 11.5. And on both of those races that I won where I hit the brakes, I ran 11.56. Wow. So just, you know, six one hundredths of a second. You're, you're, there's a lot going through your mind when you're making an 11 second quarter mile pass for one and then thinking about, well, how much room do I have to hit the brakes? Where, where's my, who am I racing back there? Okay, here he comes, you know, type of a thing. So you're, right. you're doing, the back half of that track, you're doing a lot of things in, in just a couple seconds, but um, it ended up being my day. And uh, I don't want to say I was due because no one's doing racing. <laughs> you got to, you got to, you got to be great to win every time because right. every win. But but I had a great day, and I was I was just on it that time. And, and the best part about that uh, day was my son uh, wanted to go with me, and I was like, "Listen, Gus, this is a long day." Because uh, you get there, you know, around midday or early afternoon, and and racing usually goes until midnight. And so I was like, "Look, this is a long day, and if I if I have a good day and I keep winning, we're going to be out there a long period of time." And he said, "No, Dad, I want to go for sure." So I brought him with, and uh, yeah, went rounds, and he was there with me the whole night. You know, after each win, I'd come back and we'd high five and go walk around just a little bit, get some refreshments, and then get ready for the next race. And and they were handing out trophies at midnight once again, and. And I did get the win, and it was it was a lot of fun. I, I just have a lot of respect for some of the people that I was able to sure. defeat. I, I'm proud, like I said in my online post, I'm proud as hell to have that trophy. Uh, it did not come Yeah. Well, we talk all the time about the family atmosphere of drag racing um, yeah. and, and, you know, how you can get up close. And, and you really do kind of become uh, part of a, an extended family. Um, and it's fantastic to hear that. Uh, but talk about this street legal race car that you have with that uh, with that Hellcat, 800 horsepower, 700 um, in torque. I mean, what's it like to tool around on the city streets with that and um, and not break the tires loose? Well, a couple thoughts. Um, you know, these truly are great times we're living in. The, the fact that they're, you know, years ago, who would have thought they would be building cars like this? And, um, you know, they're they're relatively obtainable. These are not like Lamborghini and Ferrari priced cars. Um, I mean, they're not cheap by any stretch, but look at everybody out there driving turbo diesel pickups. I mean, look at the price tags on those. I mean, nice things just cost a decent amount of money nowadays. But uh, yeah, my, my Hellcat Red Eye has uh, seven. It's rated at 797 horsepower um, on the dyno at the dyno edge uh, in that that shop on Wantabo there by the interstate. Um, the car actually and, and this is stock. It made 753 to the wheels horsepower and, and 710 torque. Uh, to the wheel. So it has a lot of power. And, and, you know, when I drag race, of course, I've got a different set of rear wheels and some Mickey Thompson's that I throw on for traction. But yeah, on the street, I'm just driving around on Michelin Pilot Sport 4s. And uh, it, it does break the tires loose when you want it to fairly easily. I mean, you, you, with great power comes great responsibility, as the saying goes. And so you have to be smart about how you drive the car. But I've owned it for a few years now, and I've gotten a really good feel for it. And to be honest with you, it's not a hard car to drive slowly. 
uh, once you get used to it. It's, it's a, it's a pretty easy car to daily drive around. Um, it's, it's large. It has a big trunk. I mean, I, I daily drive it. I pick up my kids. We go to practice. I get the groceries with it. Um, at the same time, when you want to, when you have some open space and, and want to get on the gas just a little bit, it's pretty fun to, you know, hit the gas, put it to the floor at 55 miles an hour and it literally spins the tires when it kicks down and then it takes off, you know, and it's like, wow, I just, I can't believe I've got all this power. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I almost feel guilty having that car because it is <laughs> like so much. Um, but you know, I, I don't feel that guilty because I'm the one making the payments on it, you know, so, Absolutely. so definitely I've earned it and, and I'm earning it because I haven't paid for it all completely, but I, I'm thrilled to have it. And, and one last thing too, um, uh, you know, it has an eight speed automatic. Oh, wow. And on the highway, um, you know, at about 80 miles an hour, it gets 27 miles to the gallon. Um, so it just, it, it kind of does everything. I, I, I'm thrilled to own the car. I just, I just absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, back in 2019 when I bought it, um, there was, there were, the supply of them was, was significant. They were, they were doing deals way under sticker price. Wow. So I, I'm thrilled with what I paid for it. And, and, you know, it's worth, it's worth as much or more right now as what I paid for it three years ago. Wow. So. Well, I do uh, enjoy watching your auto ambushes, um, and I, I will say uh, the I watched the one the other day, and at the end they had the drone shot where you pull out an Unser, uh Racing Museum. We couldn't okay. tell, but did you break them loose for a little bit? I mean, it sounds it looked like you kind of got on it a little bit. No, no. Sadly, I maybe drive too fast on a regular basis, but that's that's just normal driving with that car. Um, I, I I don't remember getting on it too hard, I guess, but you know, it's it the there is this old saying back in the day called the Hayabusa effect. And, and now I think it's the Hellcat effect where yeah. uh, having a car like that does kind of ruin you for everything else because you have this sensation of speed at all times that you're like going in any other car. It's like, Oh, this is, this is slow now. You know, I, I, I maybe feel bad, but I don't for my eight year old son, Gus, because he's basically only ever driven around in that car. And, uh, and so, so he's used to like, insane power and he's eight years old you know so uh we'll see what he ends up driving maybe i'm setting the stage for him to have a real good uh field to be able to adjust for speed and and maybe one day he's going to be a, a real good drag racer i hope sounds to me like mopar for life sure uh <laughs> absolutely with him i i do i while i drive mopars i, I love i love all cars I, I really do love love the fords love the chevys i, I like imports I, I mean i've always been someone who just I've had a love for all the cars, and, and when we do the auto ambush, I, I, I try to show a little bit of everything uh, because I, I don't want to show that I really have bias. I mean, I, I do like Mopars a lot, uh, but, I, but I like everything. I really do. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you for coming on this morning and coming, giving us a little look of what's coming up uh, for the weather for Balloon Fiesta. Uh, yes, sir. But thank you so much, and uh, good luck at your next event. You too, David. Thank you. appreciate it. Great to talk to you this morning. All right. Well, stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more coming up on the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is Daniel Hembrick. You're listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. We are all looking for significance and we all want to make our life matter. We want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and change the lives of those around us. 
What better way to do that than to join us for life-changing services at Legacy Church? At Legacy Church, we're giving back to the community and bringing hope to those in need. We invite you to join us at Legacy Church. With four locations to choose from, there is a campus near you. Visit LegacyChurch.com for service times. Hey Albuquerque, this is John Hunter Nemechek, driver of the number four Toyota Tundra for Kyle Busch Motorsports. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And uh, NASCAR is at Dega. That's right. There's a doubleheader today with the uh, Camping World Trucks um, and the Xfinity uh, series, and then of course tomorrow uh, it's going to be the Cup race out there. Uh, joining us now uh, from the racing experts is Jonathan Fjeld. How are you doing this morning, Jonathan? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Well, we're doing we're doing good. Uh, balloons in the air, um, and so uh, is Chris feeling the fall. So we're doing good. Got to ask you, uh, what what's the weather like? Any are they get any rain from the uh, the hurricane that rolled through there? Ah, uh, not too much around uh, Taldega. It rolled out really nicely, um, very beautiful weather, it's looking like, you know, it's crazy because earlier in the week it looked like we were going to get four to six inches of rain from where we flew in, Atlanta, and now it's sunny and 78, so it's it's beautiful. That's fantastic, of course, uh, uh, breaking story, uh, yesterday, uh, Alex Bowman uh, going to sit mm-hmm. this one out with a concussion. Um, yeah. I, what's what's kind of the, the sentiment around the, uh, uh, the track there? I mean, uh, now mm-hmm. we've seen... This is this is two you know two drivers with uh, concussion uh, issues actually yeah. missing uh, missing a race. What what are you hearing about that? You know, I think the overall vibe is that there is some nervousness. I mean, when you have you know Kurt Busch back in July who was out with the concussion, Alex Bowman now out with the concussion, uh, Cody Ware as well. You know, he had that fracture after his crash. It, there's some nervousness in the air, but also I think the drivers know what they're there for. As Chase Elliott said, you know, we understand these injuries are a thing, but it's not feasible for us to stay out and, you know, go do a boycott or do something like that. We got to go out there and race. We got to go out there and we just got to trust the process. And I think that's what's going on right now with the drivers. Brad Kozlowski also said something similar. Joey Logano it just seems to be the overall vibe. Yeah, well, and and I'm sure that they'll they'll get to it. Um, they'll work on it. Uh, definitely, when you start to see a little bit of a trend there, there's much uh, much more concern. Uh, but yeah. a big win for uh, Tyler Reddick at Texas last week yeah. uh, definitely showed that uh, that they're not backing off at all, even though they're they're no longer in contention for the championship. No, and you know, I think within some of the circles I interact with, a lot of People pegged Tyler Reddick to have a breakout season, and even though he missed the round of 12, I still think he's having a real breakout season. Early on in the year, you know, he almost won Auto Club, he almost won Darlington, Bristol, all these different races, so he's starting to put together those wins at tracks other than road courses, which I think a lot of us did not expect him to be so good on the road courses, you know, and have so much dominance, but yeah. 
Yeah, it is amazing. I agree with you. I, I didn't really actually see the uh, the road course coming. I mean, he's he's notorious for riding the wall, um, and yeah. you can't really do that on a road course. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but talk about a guy that's having um, a a a breakout season. I mean, Noah Gregson four races yeah. in a row, and now he's yeah. going to step up and he's actually going to drive for Bowman um, at the mm-hmm. cup level in this. I mean, wh- I, I mean, what, how can you put that in any perspective? Well, the funniest thing I heard was Noah Gregson was asked, what advice did Alex Bowman give you? And he said, go out there, do your best, and do not puke in my seat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's great. Yeah, yeah we, we saw it at Road America where it, he looked like he was kind of going in kind of a limbo state right. of, you know, is he going to advance? Is he going to regress? But, I mean, being only the second guy to go four to row in the Xfinity Series, Sam Hart back in 1983 was the first one. That's amazing. Yeah, I think it bodes well for next season. We've seen what Petty GMS can do. That team is going to be one to watch. And also I think it's cool that some of those Toyota guys are getting back together because Eric Jones and Noah Gregson used to race for Kyle Busch Motorsports. And, I mean, that's where a lot of talent has come from. And that team is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Well, and... I mean, to think of that, that juggernaut at, at JR Motorsports uh, and to see uh, Noah Gregson just dominating like that. I mean, uh, Josh Berry was supposed to be the heir apparent, um, and, yeah. uh, and and Noah's just putting him, put it on him. Yeah, and, you know, just to be able to drive that 48 car, uh, you know, only a few guys have been able to do it. Jimmy Johnson, Alex Bowman, Justin Allgaier did a fill-in race. Now Noah Gregson gets to do it. I mean, you know, I, I know he said that with this car and some of the concerns, he wants to race at 90%, but you can bet he's going to race at, I think, 148% driving a big car like that. Absolutely. Uh, looking at the the, uh, the remaining 12, of course, you know, we're going to eliminate um, four more after two races. Uh, amazing to look at as Suarez's move up through the, the, the championship here, um, yeah. through the playoffs. And now you've mm-hmm. got you know you've got him clear up in sixth um, position mm-hmm. right now. I mean, Trackhouse with a car at second and sixth. I mean, if you mm-hmm. were a betting man and you would have yeah. betted that over under at the beginning of the season, you'd be a rich man right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, a lot of people were kind of wondering what Trackhouse was going to be like. His last chance, chance being going to rise to the occasion. His score is going to have a good season. And I think just with the way the playoffs have been. Uh, where it's really just a matter of survival, and those two guys have done a really good job at surviving through the races. It's allowed them to elevate above some of the other guys who may have leapfrogged them on performance alone, because, I mean, Suarez and Chastain have both been good in the races, but they haven't been dominant good. So I think they're going to need a little bit more if they want to both make it to the championship four. Obviously, if they did that, like you said, in this season, they both made it to the championship four, that would be incredible. But just the fact that they're having so much performance is way above a lot of the expectations people had for this team. Well, think if you would have over-under said, uh, who would be ahead in the standings at this point, uh, Soros mm-hmm. or Chase Elliott? I mean, yeah. to him to be sitting right there. Um, and then, of course, I mean, Briscoe has had um, brilliant moments this season as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am most impressed, though, that uh, Austin Sendrick. Now, I shouldn't be mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, he was like 
what, 100 feet away from winning the Xfinity Championship until a, a little uh, little bump and run uh, uh-huh. from Daniel Hemrick. Uh, but he's he's sitting in a position where if somebody else messes up or Elliott has another weekend like last weekend, um, he yeah. can find himself at the top eight. Yeah, and I think he's very dangerous because, you know, he won the Daytona 500. He almost won Daytona. This weekend we're coming to the sister track, Talladega. The Roval, I mean, Austin Cedric is one of the best road course racers out there. So I would not be surprised to see Cedric make it into the round of eight. Now, as far as Chase Elliott, he's just as strong as those two tracks. Yep. But, you know, we haven't seen quite that same performance in the playoffs yet. Really, it's just that he's been at the wrong place at the wrong time with a lot of things. So those two, maybe they'll square off in the round of eight. It'd be interesting to watch. Well, I can't believe we went this far in the interview until we started talking about Byron uh, and, the, and the 25 points and how significant um, yeah. that was with the uh, altercation with uh, Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I think NASCAR really made a statement with that because, you know, he went from being 17 above the cut line to 8 below. Uh, you know, that that's a big loss in the playoffs when we're talking, you know, guys have missed the next round by one, two, three, four points. Uh, I mean, NASCAR scene, you know, you guys can race aggressively. You can race hard under green. You know, when it's under caution, that's off limits. And also, I think that's where the Ty Gibbs penalty comes from. You know, we saw an incident with Eric Jones, but mainly that incident on Pitt Road, that was, uh, frankly, scary to watch. And so I think laying down the law with these drivers, especially young drivers, Byron and Gibbs are both young. That's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Got to, got to set the tone um, early, or somebody else like uh, Hamlin or Harvick or somebody else is gonna <laughs> is gonna definitely straighten them out. Um, <laughs> Might be that, a little more painful too. Absolutely. I know that Talladega <laughs> is is impossible to uh, to predict. We have no idea what's going to go on. Uh, but what a trend mm-hmm. of having non playoff uh, winners um, in, advancing or you know actually winning. I mean, of course. Uh, with having you know, Tyler Reddick last week, I mean, it's kind mm-hmm. of a, uh, a you know, uh, semantically that he's not a mm-hmm. playoff driver. Um, but you still got Blaney sitting there uh, who mm-hmm. doesn't have a win. So you could still have somebody in the playoffs who hadn't won yet this season uh, to mm-hmm. actually uh, uh, another stamp. I think this is the last one. I do think when we get to the road course, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's hard to count out Elliott. It's hard to count out Larson. Um, mm-hmm. Amlin, I mean, anybody on the road course. Uh, with, with, with your crystal ball, who, who do you think uh, comes away with the victory? Well, conversely, I, I think just with the way the season's been, I feel like Talladega might be the first opportunity for a playoff driver to win. You know, you have guys like Chase Elliott who are good on the super speedways. You have guys like Cindric and Blaney who work together well, Logano as well. You know, there's a lot of opportunities for, I mean, Ross Chastain as well, you know, track house they want to get a win get to the next round get going there's a lot of guys who could go out there and win if you're asking me to be a genie and look into my crystal ball (laughs) i would go with ryan blaney you know he wants to make a statement because he hasn't won yet this season get into the next round he could be the guy and he's really good on super speedways too awesome hey how can we follow you this weekend you can follow me on twitter uh jonathan j-o-n-a-t-h-a-n Underscore Fjeld, F-J-E-L-D is in Donald. 
Awesome. Hey, thank you, man, for the time, and uh, uh, enjoy the races. Uh, got a doubleheader today. Yeah, doubleheader. I uh, also want to give a big shout-out to someone else in the media, Matt Corson. He's getting married today, so very excited to be able to see that and also see the races this weekend. It's going to be fun. Follow on the race experts. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. All right. Yeah, and uh, congratulations to Matt. That That's fantastic. All right, man, thank you for coming on. We'll uh, catch up with you soon. Appreciate it, guys. You guys take care. All right, you can check out his work at theracingexperts.com. All right, stay tuned. We're going to be talking some car shows, including on the other side, we're going to announce the winner of the Couch Potato Car Show uh, from Tuesday of this week. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Penzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 101715. Hi, this is Al Unson, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Swope for the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And, of course, those of you that uh, follow the show know that we started a virtual car show uh, back in 2020 uh, when we couldn't do real car shows, when we couldn't get together. Um, And so Tuesday night, we had another nice selection of 10 cars, um, had a lot of fun uh, doing the show, had a couple of technical difficulties, so we uh, ended up having to splice the show back together uh, but if you go Couch Potato at Couch Potato Car Show on Facebook, uh, you can go back and check it out. As a matter of fact, we had the gallery up of the top ten cars, and we do uh, we do a voting where uh, one like is one vote and a share is five votes, um, and the winner by a landslide. Uh, we seem to have a Hellcat um, uh, kind of theme going on in this show. A 2016 Dodge Hellcat by the name of Samantha uh, Plum Crazy Purple. Owners EJ and Christine Altro um, out of New Platts, New York. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank you for sharing the car. Uh, you should go check it out. All custom billet technology, um, all kinds of extra mods, and the color is absolutely amazing. But you definitely should uh, should go check that out. But if you're in town, you want to go check out a local car show, uh, we got some coming for you. As a matter of fact, we've got um, some from all over the state. This one was probably would probably be worth the drive too. The 34th annual Run to the End of the Mountain Gods Hot Rod and Classic Cars on display. Uh, tell us a little bit about that one, RJ. Yeah, so pretty much what we're talking about here is a great event that they have going on, where it's a two-day event and it's the annual Run of End of the Mountain Gods. It's a classic cars on display. It's an event that's in conjunction with the Aspen uh, Fest weekend. It's from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Great, fun, awesome event that they have going on. And just some of the cool things that, I mean, makes Albuquerque different is, I mean, this is in Melis, uh, Mescalero, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool thing out there. It's yep. the 31st annual show, 
and they have the Bigfoot Monster Truck that's a special guest out there. So, oh, I mean, man. If you want to find the cool events, you can find them anywhere here in New Mexico. Yeah, I, I've seen the Bigfoot. I mean, it's like you're not even as tall as the tire. Um, it's uh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, talk about uh, the wind you got going on Peralta. Oh, yeah. So this they've had some cool ones all around New Mexico, of course. This is on uh, Highway 47 in Molina, which is the area out there. This is the... Uh, Fiesta de la Puerta y Valencia Parade, where pretty much it's a big parade, it's wow. a car show, it's uh, bands that are out there, it's award and raffles that are out there, and then fireworks at 8 p.m. So it's a full, big, awesome event with food, drinks, fun, uh, bingo, cornhole, raffles, jumpers. I mean, they go all out for this event. So I just want to give them a shout-out. Uh, but gotta talk a little bit about my Spanish. I need to improve on that bad boy. But hey, <laughs> it's a fun time out there. Go out and celebrate. What do you got going on at uh, Auto Pros? Yeah, so this is a cool. This is actually a first. Uh, this is a grand opening kind of in a first annual car show that they're going to have out there. Cool. It's on a uh, one two three Tennessee Road in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's from twelve p.m. to four to six p.m. And pretty much it's a uh, it's a show and shine that they have going on for the grand opening of Auto Pros Premium Garage where they have a bunch of also specials that are going on. It's a car show and barbecue, so it got my attention. And uh, you enter a raffle for a chance to win either a ceramic coating, one year of free detail, or $500 cash. So this is a raffle that's, I mean, it, it's worth going to for sure. But it's a grand opening, great time whenever you see anything having to do with car, uh, cars, especially a premium garage that they have out there. So go out, celebrate, and support a cool cool car car show that's fantastic hey you got one down in trc sure do. you got them representing oh try to cover like i said the entire state that's what we try to do here but it's the royal auto and diesel service uh it's their first annual auto show it's uh going to go on from 10 a.m to 4 p.m with awards food trucks raffles and more it's free to spectators but you can bring any car truck utv motorcycle if it has wheels and a motor you can enter it which is something I mean, we kind of relate to you on the New Mexico Motorsport Support. So I just yep. want to give them a shout-out for that. And it's all the way. It's at uh, 64 Greenwood Road in TRC, New Mexico. It's by the Butte Propane is kind of what it's known at. And it just seems like a cool cause. And it also has the Royal Auto and Diesel Future Mechanics Scholarship Fund. So that's where the proceeds are going to go to. So, hey. Support a good cause, have a good time, see anything on wheels out there. I'm still trying to find a balloon race since it <laughs> is uh, the Nash, the balloon fiesta. But it's a cool time. Let's see some cars. Absolutely. Now, I mean, we, we've got a lot of great names we've had here recently. But Sparky Dogs? Sparky Dogs. It's a reopening for Sparky Dogs. Yeah, so this it's one of the main uh, points that's at the Los Ranchos Cruise that they have out there. So it's this kind of a stop that they have. It's a reopening. So I wanted to give them a shout-out for that. But, yeah, Sparky Dogs is going to be out there. And it's from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. So it's a cool after, uh, afternoon to evening cruise. Well, shoot, on to the night. But they're going to meet at the <laughs> Dan's Boots and Saddles. So I don't know, Dan, if you're hiding on us anything. But, uh, yeah, it's Dan's Boots and Saddles. It's a reopening. It's a cruise. I yep. mean, cool, full event. Well, that's fantastic. Of course, uh, mark your calendars. October 29th, we're going to be uh, out at Hooters for the Spooktacular Car Show. Uh, we're going to be bringing that back. Uh, uh, Reggie's giving us the green light. Uh, we're not going to let him down. Got a lot of cool things uh, that are going on with that. So uh, keep your ears open for that. we got that coming up. Uh, Steve's uh, cruising with the oldies um, is going to be out there. Uh, as a matter of fact, I want to jump into NHRA, uh, sponsored by Steve's cruising with the oldies. 
11th annual Midwest Nationals. This is the third of six uh, NHR races to finish the season at Worldwide Technology Raceway um, in St. Louis. Four-time defending uh, top fuel champ Steve Torrance is the provisional number one qualifier uh, with a 3.655 at 3.2743. Robert Heighton Funny Car has a 3.853 at 3.3632. That's an 1,100-horsepower Camaro SS right there. Now check this out. Uh, teammate John Force with the same time, a 3.853, uh, but a top speed of only 334.15. That's 16-time champion uh, John Force getting edged out by his teammate. Uh, Kyle uh, Kotorski uh, in Pro Stock with a 6.512 at 2.11 in a Chevy Camaro. And on his Buell, uh, Matt Smith in Pro Stock Motorcycles set a 6.709 at 2.02.82. And that's brought to you by Steve's Cruising with the Oldies. As a matter of fact, I think Steve's probably um, out at that SWAT meet. Um, I know Reggie. Uh, Reggie's out there. He's got a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's amazing the amount of stuff that guy's um, got in storage. Uh, but also uh, wanted to talk a little bit about um, in Formula One, uh, Max Verstappen has almost a uh, a championship wrapped up. There is a chance that he could walk away with the title after this weekend's race. Um, he's got a 335-point lead over 219 uh, for Sean Leclerc, but it looked like uh, uh, Hamilton uh, might be working on the pole, so wasn't able to see the end of that. A uh, lot of good racing coming on. The other thing, you know, Kyle Busch, uh, looks like you might get an opportunity to drive the Indy 500 uh, for McLaren. So that that ought to be uh, worth keeping an eye out. And Jimmy Johnson announced he's no longer going to be a full-time racer. He's just going to bucket list race. And I'm thinking to myself, what could be on the bucket list? So you go on, you, go on, you know, uh, Facebook, of course, and, you, and that's where everything is, right? And there's a picture with him and Alex Bowman um, at, at a, behind uh, one of Bowman's sprint cars. That ought to be interesting to see him. Knoxville Nationals, it's my understanding that next year is going to be the final year of the Knoxville Nationals. So uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe Jimmy's going to go out on a high and run that. But anyway, uh, stay tuned You know, or tune in next week, I should say. We'll have a whole new show letting you know everything that's going on. Uh, definitely uh, enjoy some Camping World trucks and some Xfinity Series racing uh, today, and then go visit your local tracks. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Thank you, Balloonists. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.